Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, day 52. I'm sure you've had times in your life where a strong smell or a taste or a particular song have whisked you out of the present moment into a memory from long ago. Maybe something you'd forgotten and all of a sudden you're back there. Uh, Marcel Proust famously did this with the taste of uh, Madeleine uh, sparking this huge rush of memory. In literature groups, people talk about Proustian recall with the assumption that everyone present knows what they're referencing. Even though I guarantee you, like in those groups, like a maximum of one person present will have read A la recherche de temps perdu. Uh, please never let literary types intimidate you. We're all flipping liars who gaslight ourselves into thinking we're well read when really we're just really, really trained in discourse and bullshitting. I'm really big on engaging the reader's five senses with your writing. Some people resist a bit when I talk about this. They feel like it's writing by checklist. But I honestly find it really useful to think about writing this way when I'm writing or editing a scene to stop and literally ask, have I engaged the reader's five senses? Because often we will very naturally cater to sight. We'll describe what's visible. But that leaves out so much. Assuming your viewpoint characters has, you know, they have, assuming that the viewpoint character has access to each of the five sentences, because of course they might not, but for those of them they do, you know, what can they hear? What can they smell? What can they feel? Because feel can be temperature, the hardness or softness of the ground beneath their feet. Can they taste? Now, this is often the hardest one and you don't need to crowbar taste into every single scenario. But you might like to check in with yourself through the next couple of days. And when you remember, ask, what can I taste right now? And maybe try to stop and be present when you eat your next meal and actually see what does this food actually taste like? You know, what sensations am I having as I eat? Or as I you drink this cup of tea, you know, just be aware of it one time and see if anything comes through. We experience the world through our body, right? Through these key data collecting senses. And so unless you're prepared to exploit those data streams in your fiction, that's a weird way of phrasing that, I know, but it's because I'm talking about something we don't always think about. Unless you use the senses, you won't be creating a decent facsimile of real life. Of course, fiction isn't usually realistic. I'm not arguing arguing for sort of absolute reality, but rather verisimilitude. You know, if you want to create something immersive, you need to hit those five senses. That's the only way you can do it. Doing so isn't just an exercise in, in the fidelity of your simulation. It actually increases the depth of the emotions you elicit in your readers. It plugs us into the reality of your story. Like if the protagonist enters the hut of the village elder and you smell the musty peat from the fireplace, feel their bare souls settle on the downy flocking of the lamb's wool rug and taste the treatly sweet mint tea they're offered, it's going to be all the more shocking when a giant claw rends the thatched roof open and a beast jams its foul, oily body through the slit. But I'm not asking you to write in a fantasy adventure story today, though I think the stories of, of the unusual and unworldly are, are, are where you need these techniques the most, right? Because you need more than ever to ground the reader in the reality of that. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, here's a vampire, here's a goblin. Okay, cool. You've just like pointed to a couple of cultural touchstones. 
I'm not feeling that. I'm not experiencing them at all. You need to ground it in something. But I think a really good starting place to practice these schools is skills is autobiography. So what I'm going to ask you to do in a moment is think of and list some scenes from your life that have a strong sensory element. I'm talking like memories of, you know, maybe a memory of a very bright and noisy carnival you went to or the smells and tastes of a particular bakery. So for me, uh, one memory might be my grandmother's kitchen, which always smelt strongly of coffee whenever we visited because she had a coffee machine constantly brewing by the sink. Now, some writers construct this list by thinking of each of the five senses in turn, you know, sight, sound, smell, taste, feel, and trying to think of memories that match those categories. Other writers prefer to think of the memories and then as best they can sort of lock them into the dominant associated sensory experience for that memory. So this one feels like the primary thing I'm getting is like a, the song that I associate with this moment. This one, I'm my primary thing is smell. I mean, obviously, there are multiple senses associated with each one, but you just kind of like arbitrarily pick the dominant one, right? You might even mix both strategies, you know, work through some of the senses in turn and then sometimes get one memory might spark another and then you just plop that into whichever category you want the main thing is you only want like a sentence or so for each one uh, and it doesn't have to be full sentences either it's just notes for yourself you know don't worry about fleshing it out too much or being super poetic at this stage you're just generating suspects if you can hit all five senses that is fantastic but i'm not for the purposes of this i'm not assuming that you will you know you won't be punished or shamed if you don't so don't worry if you get to the end of it and you didn't get one for taste or you didn't get one for sight or something just feel free to cast your net wide and if you can and i think thinking about this also often helps with recall try and go over different ages you know try and go for your what's your what think about your earliest memory what were some of your earliest memories and maybe also think of some from like two years ago or something like that. Some from school. You know, go around a different a variety of ages and see what kind of memories you've got. Okay, so 10 minutes, listing as many personal memories as you can that have a strong sensory element. Go.
and you're done. Fantastic. Now, now, please hold on to this list. Guard it with your life. Lock it in a strong room somewhere. Place it under a glass dome within a laser web and return with it tomorrow for we are going to use it. Thanks so much for your hard work. I love doing this with you and I'm grateful you're still here turning up writing. See you tomorrow. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.